0: Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to our show. We have gathered together, from the cosmic reaches of the multiverse, two of the nerdiest geeks to be found. We proudly present the professor and her geeky girl Mr. herself, Ace. And now, it's time, Geeky Cool presents Professor in Ace. Hey everybody, welcome to Geek Goal Presents Professor and Ace Season 2, Episode 9. We're back after a hiatus for life getting in the way is really what it was. Well so.
1: that was some technical difficulty. Yep. We're back yep. after a while. We have had some family medical things go on, and yep. you've been sick this last week.
0: Yep, yep.
2: So well,
0: all sorts of things. Well, we're back, Yay. Just like Arnold would say, What a bach oh. so, so, talking about Arnold, did you,
1: did Arnold. you see there is that documentary about his life? I haven't watched it yet.
0: I, I have not watched it either. I did see that. It there's a new documentary, watch.
1: I'm like, I don't know, uh, but you know, I love a good documentary, so right. I'll probably end up watching it at one point or another.
0: So I I did watch the Stan Lee documentary recently. It's
1: on my list. It's on my list list for this weekend.
0: It was was an interesting thing. I did see that Jack Kirby's son commented about it and basically stated that he felt like that his father didn't get his due in the documentary. I'm like, well, your dad needs a documentary about his life, not about Stan Lee's life. And I know they intersect a lot. And they talk a little bit about that. And they, they talk very positively about Jack. Right. Um, they, and they do highlight the bit of conflict that, uh, that Stan and Jack had um, in the late 80s about who really created what and all that. But yeah. uh, they, they did, I mean, it was just a brief thing about that. But, but they overall, were, it was a positive thing about Jack along with were, Stan.
1: Yeah, and they were both, let's face it, they are both iconic. Yes. And they're both, they both created, I don't, you know, you can have arguments over who created what, but the team that they were that created that mm-hmm. and, and the whole thing was amazing. And so I agree. I think that he shouldn't be complaining about Stan Lee's documentary, not talking about his dad enough. He should be going out to some filmmakers, independent filmmakers, and get a documentary about his dad's life. Cause I'd I, watch that too.
0: I would too. I would too. Yeah. Cause it would be fascinating. No, yeah. And, and yeah, I, I think that's what needs to happen, but uh, it was it was fascinating just because I watched it in a bit of a puff piece, you know, to be honest, and it wasn't anything hardening, well, but, but it's a documentary about somebody who's an icon who passed away, um, and, it, and it's not like he was controversial other than taking credit for creating a bunch of characters that he co-created, I mean.
2: Right.
1: I mean, and that's more, that's not... As controversial as like there was no private life controversy, it's right? Right, of, it's kind of anytime you have creative people working together and stuff, like, um, oh, you and I have talked about this. Somebody's gonna help other people out and they're not gonna get credit for it, and then you know, but it's kind of that balance you have to try to, right. to make that balance work, um, and so I don't blame. I, I, he could have done it on purpose. He could have, it could have just been like, you know, he was a well-known person. Like, you know, we never know. And a lot of the times I work for media and I'm not saying this for, you know, your area, local newspapers, because I know the, I'm one of these people who report what we know is going on, but you know, some of these big media,
0: mm-hmm. they
1: like that drama. So oh, they
0: certainly do. They like controversy, time, controversy sales papers. Or, it it does, or, I, I know. I, whatever.
1: I'm just terrible about like trying to find it. I just rather find those good, good
0: <laughs> stories. Oh. So, so, here's something for. And if, when you watch the Stanley um, documentary, you'll hear it, and I it just made my heart just happy. Um, Stan was talking about his wife, and uh, you know, and they're taking interviews that he had done prior, and um, so he was talking about his wife and how he met her and fell in love with her instantly. and How he was actually being set up with another girl, and he walked in and she, um, it was at like the, this hat department at the store that he, you know, he had friends at. And so he was supposed to go in and talk to this hat model. And, uh, um, she was the head of that department. And when, when he met her, he instantly fell in love with her and started wooing her. And he just, he basically said that she, it was always the life of the party, and he would do anything for her. And they always lived kind of right on the cusp of, of what money they could make, because he always wanted to give her whatever she wanted because he just cared about her so much. And um, and yeah. she was she was kind of the essential party girl. So he actually designed Mary Jane Watson after his wife.
1: I was going to say it sounds it sounds like Mary Jane. Like
0: yep, yep. So yeah. Mary Jane's based off of Stan's wife.
1: And now we know the real reason why he killed off Wednesday.
0: Actually, he didn't kill her off. I know. It was a different writer. He was shocked by it. But, then, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. oh
1: my goodness. but as we were saying, like you said, you know, we're back. We're back. And, and you know, I'll be back kind of thing. And we talked about Arnold. Um, and that, that movie didn't make our list. I'm looking at our
2: list.
0: Well, yeah, well, in, in the list is supposed to be kind of those cult classics, so, right. you know, no, Terminator about, probably had uh, too much success.
1: I was thinking more along the lines of the movie before, the uh,
0: Conan the Barbarian movie. Conan well, the Barbarian. It yeah. was kind of a big, successful movie, too, though. It, oh, I actually other. considered it. No, two was not. I agree. <laughs> two was not. I considered Conan the Barbarian. But I'm but like, there, I think it did cult. too well in the theaters
1: for. Yeah, but it's very cult classic. It's it, you know, okay. and now I I would think it's more cult classic now than it was because I agree with that. Yes. it it has not aged well. Has not. <laughs> and um, I was and, just
0: actually trying to go and find that the other day to watch. Yeah,
1: kind of funny. I'm kind of there's a movie that I didn't put on my list that. It's all along the lines of, of some of those kind of movies, and mm-hmm. and I might talk about it. I might
0: talk about it. Well, we can always we can put it on the list and, and find a picture out there somewhere yes. on it. So we um, we did create lists, and we did we kind of we just kind of shotgunned some of these in here. So, but uh, we did create a list of movies, and I thought of this because I thought you know we just had Father's Day, and one of the great things that uh, you know a lot of dads like are kind of those cult classic. Movies that, uh, that that people enjoy in, in cult classic sci-fi and fantasy from the '80s, which is kind of our our sweet spot anyway. Uh, so yeah. yeah, exactly. So we threw some movies together to kind of talk about some of our favorites here. So we'll just uh, not necessarily in an order, but we'll just throw some out and talk about them. So what's the first yeah. one you want to start with, Ace? I
1: want you to pick them first. You pick. Okay.
0: Well, I will pick first. Well, it's hard to pick first. We're going to go with this one. I, I love this movie. They talked about even making a series out of this. It's The Last Starfighter.
1: Okay. It almost made my list. So, I was when I was making my list, I was thinking, which ones are going to definitely be on Professor's list. <laughs> <laughs> and this one I knew. I knew this was going to be on your list. Um, such a great movie. and It is. It's one of those movies that I think people forget. Yeah. Like, you know, people are like, I, I don't know that movie. Or, or, oh my gosh, I remember that movie. And and that, I, I don't know. It's one of those that I could watch over and over again. I haven't seen it for a long time. And now that it's on the list, I really want to see it
0: again. Yeah, when you can go and win at a video game and get recruited into the, a Starfighting Academy... Um, right? Not on purpose. The alien kind of comes and <laughs> kidnaps him. Yeah, it, it's a very fun um, take on that whole idea that you, you, you know, you're you going to prove yourself here. And that was done by accident And because he was not, he went to go back home. And because of that, he actually was the only starfighter that was saved. And he had to save the, save the universe. Yeah, I, I love it. This movie is just great. It's a ton of fun. Plus it takes place in the trailer park and Having grown up in a trailer when I was much younger, yeah, I kind of related and went, "Oh wow, see, even the trailer park kid gets a chance to be the hero." So, so exactly. I, I love that. I, I love the, the teenagers at the time, of course, it's, it's all true eighties, and the uh, the clone of his who, uh, when his girlfriend sticks her tongue in his ear, it causes him to malfunction. Oh my god,
2: I forgot just, about that.
0: Yeah, it's it, oh. it's just a it's classic. I just.
1: So what I love about it is how, you know, back then you're thinking, oh, well they would never be able to train like pilots and starfighters and stuff with video games. But if you look at what they use now to right. train, like it is basically simulation video games. So it was really ahead of its time. Um, in a, in a way, because that's kind of what they do now.
0: Well, in fact, a lot of it's even done with doing basically a video game to fly the planes now yeah. with all the remote controls uh, of the drones and stuff like that. So so it, it is. It's kind of funny how that was considered to be kind of just goofy at the time, but then it's become kind of the reality of now. So.
1: Exactly. And how many kids, like, really, Wanted to to get discovered playing video games.
0: No doubt, long before esports or yeah. any of that were to come around, playing video games, you just go waste your quarters at the at the arcade. Oh, yeah. at you the were considered a
1: slacker. You were yep. considered a nerd, a geek, a slacker. Um, you're wasting your life playing video games. Now people make money playing video right. games, but back then. This was the dream.
0: <laughs> we we had no Twitch to be able to stream what we were doing on the video game. Oh eventually. no, no, no. <laughs> All right, so that's the first one on our list. That, that what, what do you well, got okay. for
1: us? So we're gonna we're gonna continue kind of on um on this kind of aspect of like these these you know kids who are not necessarily rich and 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 everything and and them getting to go do something really cool as explorers. Yep. Uh, yep. Debut movie for Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix. If you haven't seen it, this is, this is not a great quality picture, but it, this hilarious. So it's these kids who literally build a space <laughs> shuttle. Right. Um, shuttle, I say shuttle, but it's not really a shuttle, but to travel in space because they're the ones having dreams that he needs to be doing this. And his friends are like, we can do this. Um, and they go and they meet up with, with aliens. It is such a fun movie and, you know, River Phoenix, Ethan Hawke, um, just the careers that they had in River before he passed away. Um, this movie really launched a lot of, uh, young careers.
0: Right. And right.
1: Matt, Amanda Peterson, who is best known, I think for can't Buy me love.
0: Right. Yes.
1: She was the love entry or the crush in it. Um, but I, I remember watching this and thinking, Oh my God, that's so cool. Like, right. The- right. You know, they're just figuring out how to build a spaceship. It, can we do that? Mm-hmm. I really tried.
0: <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm
1: like, I don't wanna, like I want to, like I want to get like a tilt a fit and build this fish and just you know, I like I just looked fun, and it was such a fun um, show, and it didn't hurt that there were cute boys in it, and I was you know, you know, sure. you know, it came out when I was like what nine, so you have a little bit older boys in it, and I'm like oh cute boys exactly Um, but no i i really liked it i it's one of those shows that i had my kids watch growing up it it and then like uh flight of a navigator right which we don't have on our list either kind of fits into that that kind of same category as these last two movies we talked about where normal kids get to go explore space and save the universe or meet eight extraterrestrials and you know, go on these crazy adventures and they're kids.
2: So, I like Right it. on.
0: Yeah, it's a fun, fun little movie. It probably didn't ha- have the impact for me as it did for you just because I was a little older. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, but it's fun. So, all right. Well, I'm going to go with a dark fantasy. A story set on a far off world. With creatures we've never seen before, but they're all Muppets. So
1: I love the Muppets. Me
0: too. But the Dark Crystal. The Dark I Crystal. love this freaking movie. It's I, so weird. It's just the
1: wor- world building in this movie. The, the world, world building. Yes. Amazing.
0: Yeah. I, exactly.
1: Um, you know I love one of mine has you know some Muppets in it. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it's a thing that I think kids now are so used to CGI. Right, right. They're not used to like that whole actual, we've got people up here doing this and pulling this and making it do this. And that movie, The Dark Crystal, was one of those movies that when you watched it, you forget that they're Muppets.
0: You certainly do.
1: You forget that they're creatures that are puppete puppeted by people um and you know they made the series netflix made a series of it um and but it's because the world building on that story is so intense and can go back and it's kind of like when we always talk about you know lord of the rings or or Harry Potter or any of these like big world building kind of movies or kind of books and stuff and how you can tell more stories that don't even know. It's uh right. Mandalorian is a great spin-off of Star Wars, and it wasn't in the original anything right. um, except for Boba Fett, and and you know, very few Mandalorians were in it. Right. Um, but they've built and they've told stories, and this one had so much history that they provided in this kids movie.
0: Very dark kids movie, fantasy. Oh, yeah. So it, it uh, yeah, you don't see movies like this for especially geared towards kids nowadays at yeah. all. Um, it, it was it was very different from what people were expecting. Oh yeah, but man, the storytelling in it and. The um the bad guys or what their names are, but oh my gosh, you just the-
1: I actually had a little bit of like they scared me a little, right?
0: they they were scary, yeah.
1: Like you know, I'm like mm, no, um, but it's one of those movies. It was done so well. And the story is so intentional, in everything right. that it they it, put on it film, is. Yes. um, that it has held up. You know, we talked about, you know, there are certain movies and some of these movies that we're going to talk about we love, but they do not hold up well. True. Um, Dark Crystal holds up well. Yeah. It, it Because it's timeless and because it's creatures and there's not people and there's no, there's no thing that says, oh, this was made in the 80s. There's this because it's this made up world. Right. Um, it's I think it's one of my favorite. um I I'm, I'm yeah, it's one of my favorite uh puppeted
0: right J- Jim Henson movies, movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and
1: and that includes one of the ones on my list too.
0: So <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a tremendous story. I I just I go back to that every so often because I'm like, man, I sometimes it's the weird and crazy that it just draws me in and I'm just intrigued by it.
1: That's why it. he likes me. Yeah. Why, why you
0: put up with me too, so anyway, so <laughs> but you know, so that one's mine. So dark crystal. All right, what what do you got?
1: Well, I mean, we're gonna be following kind of the same pattern kind of thing going sure. on. So yeah. um we're gonna do some puppets of, of mine. <laughs>
0: right. well, um, you know, you remind me of a babe. What babe? Babe with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. voodoo You do. Do what? remind me of a babe
1: <laughs> i mean anytime you have a uh, like a girl be the main hero uh-huh. of a show yeah. back then one she's cute she's a bookworm which i totally was you have david bowie who i adored um Ooh. singing and being this bad guy, but not quite bad guy, but bad guy is still the same. You have magic, you have puppets, you have danger and, and, and Bluto. You have Bluto. You,
0: <laughs> you do. Um, you just,
1: you just can't beat that combination. And I, The I Labyrinth agree. is one of those movies that I, I watch almost every year. I watch at least once a year. Um, I will say I don't know what they're called—the ones that throw their heads.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that that freaked me out, and it's one of those that freaked me out. So, um Yep. So, you know, it's David freaking Bowie. Yes, yes, Jason. It's David. Who is that, Jason? And you know he's. He's evil, but he's not, and he is, and you don't know if you should hate him or love him or be confused by him, which is perfect, David Bowie.
0: <laughs> Boy, that is true, right? It's
1: true, um, but no, it's it's. I just love that movie so much, and um, I I will admit that I kind of fast forward through the the head throwing still because they still freak me out, um, but. Just the kind of puzzles that she has to go through, and yes, and it it really felt like um, it was about the when I started when I watched it the first time was about the time I started playing D and D. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: so it felt like this girl was on a D and D quest all by herself. You,
0: you are exactly right. Yes, I agree.
1: So I I yeah. just completely love that. So yeah,
0: it's a great movie. I love that movie. It was also on my list there, and Jennifer <laughs> Connelly. Oh.
1: I, I yeah, she grew up to be gorgeous. She
0: did. She did. Yep. Yep. Can't beat her. <laughs> um, All right.
1: What do you got next?
0: Well, let's see. What do we want to do next? Okay, let's let's go for something a little different. And and I'm going to uh, to break the the curse barrier here for ya. Because I'm here to kick some ass. And chew some bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum.
2: Okay,
1: um, first of all, I'm a wrestler wrestling like nerd. I love I I watch WWE Network like old stuff constantly. Yep, yep. yep. Um, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. <laughs> um, just he's not the best actor, but he's no. Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Exactly. And, and this movie, it's like it's up there with the stuff. Yeah. You know, like that kind of horror, kind of sci-fi kind of. Yep. You don't know if you should be scared or not. And he's just quirky and fun in it.
0: He is. He I, is. He's got one liners like Arnold. Yes. He um you talk about world building. This thing really does build world here that's really an interesting world where aliens have taken over and without those glasses everybody looks normal but you take off the glasses or you put on the glasses and then and they're you like the aliens green... and the signs and yeah, the heads are oh, cool. Yeah. I remember seeing this in the theater going I remember we went to see this just kind of on a whim. I, I think I was uh, on a date and uh, we were in Joplin, Missouri and just like, oh, what should we see? This is a good time, and I loved it. I just absolutely loved it's it. It's
1: amazing. It was on my list, and then I, I, we've had this discussion about this movie before, and I knew it was going to be on your list, so I took it off mine because I knew it was going to be on yours. Um, so I loved the miniseries V. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, and this kind of reminded me of that,
0: yep. but in
1: a very tongue-in-cheek comedy yeah. like it's comedy but it's it's also a little scary
0: it's action comedy horror
1: yes and it's like yeah. but yeah. it, but again rowdy rowdy piper and I just loved that man <clears throat> and not a great actor but you know what you're getting into with him and right and, right. and this he, he very much has that um it, it, it does remind me of, like, the Terminator, like, you know, like that. It,
0: most I'm gonna definitely.
1: I'm going to come in and, yeah. uh, But, no, it was a great pick. I love that pick.
0: Yeah, definitely a cult classic. And, and, oh, yeah. You know, in, in fact, when when a very popular video game um, steals the line, steals this famous line, and people are like, oh, that's from that video game. Yeah, but before, it was from They Live. So.
1: Yes. It's and it, it, it is. It's on the line of the stuff which I almost put yeah. on my list, but yeah. it's we've talked about it before. So um, and I did a whole um review of it on Geeky Cool, so I didn't put it on my list, but it is in that line of that horror comedy. Yeah, you're not yeah. sure if you should be scared or laughing.
0: Which which I think the '80s did very well in kind of blending, and the the humor kind of keeps the horror at bay enough to where you're like okay, you know it's it's not just straight comedy and it's not like stupid, right? It's, it's one of those where you're like you can be a little frightened, but the comedy has sticks on the edge of. But it.
2: it's
1: it's it it touches base on like stuff touches base on consumerism giving yeah. you something yeah. dangerous, yeah, very much so. And, and this touches base on uh, an innate fear of a lot of people is that we are not alone and that they're already here and they're they're going to destroy us.
2: Well
0: and Um, it also hits on the consumerism and you Um, you uh, you know basically buy more, reproduce, sit on your couch. So yeah, all that's in there.
1: Which and it did that, but it it added that tongue-in-cheek comedy From like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, or right. you know that kind of thing, but it did it with something that is actually a fear of, of a lot of people, which True. made it a little scarier. And right. it was it was really good. If you guys haven't watched it, it's it's definitely worth a watch. It,
0: it probably has not aged as well as what we remember, but I very watched fun it though. long ago. Yeah. I
1: watched it like last year.
0: Okay. all and, right.
1: Um. You know. Technology in it have not, has not aged like you. You can tell it was made in the eighties. It's like right. RoboCop. Okay, so
2: right.
1: you watch RoboCop, you kind of have to take away everything that's what they say is technologically advanced because now we're so far advanced. Um, right. But if you take that away and just play with the storyline of it no, and where it goes, it, it 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 holds up pretty well. Not it, great, you could, but pretty
0: well. you could see a like a series or a sequel to this being done or some Don't remake it. There's no need to remake it, but take that world and do something with it. That would be really cool. Right.
1: Yeah. Build it out. That would be cool. I like that. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. So well, where am I going to go? I'm going to go. Another one that built a world that I really, really appreciated uh, was solar babies. Um, yep dystopian world water is at a premium uh the rich have kind of damned it off and and they don't allow people to have it uh kids are sent into it's like mad max meets roller skating um yeah it
0: mad max it's, meets roller derby
1: yeah um it's it's really really crazy it's it invented a game um Again, it's one of those that I just think is. Uh, I watched it last year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It actually didn't age badly because it's dystopia, so you don't you don't have right. like that technology and stuff. Um, but it's fun. It was a fun show. I remember uh, my sister and I. is one of the only shows that we agreed on, mm-hmm. um, other than like <laughs> dancing. <laughs> but it it was just kind of like you you were rooting for these kids to make a change in the world and i think at the time you know it it was one of those things that it came out in 1986 so we as children growing up at this point you know whether you're you're you know preteen as i was or a teenager in 86 um there was a big fear of what the world was going to look like
2: yeah and, yeah, exactly.
1: And what could we do? We're just kids,
2: right? And
1: this kind of gave us that um, a little bit of a hope that kids can make a change. And even the smallest kid, um, what's his name, Lucas? Lucas, um, the little boy in the middle there. Um, he's deaf in the in the show, and he's the one who really makes a difference. And so I always like that where you know your unexpected person becomes the biggest hero right. And right. Um, leads people and i just thought that was great because lucas was closest closer to my age at the point that this was out um and plus you know it had good looking kids it, yes i mean jamie Gertz, like
0: yeah.
1: she's pretty you know a lot of people remember from lost boys right. um And i feel like this this movie is one that when i mentioned it to people they either know it and they're like oh my god i forgot about that movie i love that movie or they're like i don't even know what that movie is right um so you either love it or you don't know what it is (laughs) um but i i just think that it gave kids hope that they could change the world
0: right right
1: without being like too preachy about it or being like too you know, I don't know, like educational about it. So.
0: so so no uh after school special.
1: No after school special. Yeah, no no okay. the more you know. It wasn't no. that.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I'm talking about. Well I
0: completely know. <laughs> I know this on a very special after school special.
1: Listen, and, and if you were born in the nineties or later, look up the more you know <laughs>
0: And, and look up after-school specials.
1: <laughs> yeah, because like that was the time when we had special times on our TV. The TV stations had special times to engage children. Early mornings, children. Saturday mornings, children. That okay. 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock hour, kids. Right. not child, Not little ones, but usually like, you know. Becky's in trouble because she lied. How is she gonna get out of it? Kind of thing. Moral stories.
2: Uh, This this wasn't like like
1: in your face moral story. It was a hero's journey, but in a dystopian world and in an un an unexpected hero. You know, you expect it's gonna be one of the bigger, the older kids. So uh sorry, my son was texting me. But he's so that a quack quacks one. me up. <laughs> he, he, you know, his initials are DAF. D-A-F.
0: Well, there you go.
1: His dad was Donald. It, it's a thing. It's a thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So
1: what's your next one, Professor? Uh,
0: well, let's go with something kind of out there. And, of course, it's a cult classic. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of them are going to be out there. But something that was meant to be tongue-in-cheek, that was not meant to be the the top um sci-fi of the day it was a throwback intentionally and people completely missed it but also one of the movies with the best soundtracks right Talk about
1: flash ah flash,
0: Gordon. flash this, Gordon.
1: okay so this is literally one of those movies that was, or that was meant to be, kind of trying to be what the hero movies in the
2: fifties were, right. but in the eighties. Like, well, and actually,
0: it's trying to throw back to the sequel, the the serials of the thirties and the forties. Right. Really what it's trying to throw back to, and of course, it's based on a character that ran in the comic strips in the twenties and thirties. So yeah.
1: But like the the stylizing
0: yeah. and the
1: costumes and stuff are Good. are very much like Batman from like the TV series right.
0: from the 60s, right, right.
1: Which I like. I mean and just okay. look at this. If you just look at this, the time it took somebody to build these props and yes. How cool they are for what they were. Right. I No, I love this. This is amazing. I love this, like, binge society at the top. Like, <laughs> I don't even
0: know who that is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just pulled off the picture. from school.
1: <laughs> so, but, yeah, I just... I, I... 1980.
0: So, the first time I saw it, I, was, I thought maybe it was going to be, like, a Star Wars thing, so I was like, I don't get it. But then, once I realized more what it was, and also the soundtrack, again, is just absolutely amazing, but you got Queen doing the whole freaking soundtrack. And mm. Brittany Mercury, baby. So,
1: you, you know, Queen is my favorite band. I,
0: I know. know. We agree on Queen being amazing. So, they're in my top five. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I just love this movie. This is so much fun. The, the, I wanted a picture of the Hawk guy. I can't remember <gasps> his name. I've loved, his, his, The wings are just hysterical. So, I'm like, oh, man. I, I love that.
1: But, so, you know what I love about this picture that you pulled up is like, that is that 80s romance novel kind of yeah. guy. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Like, the oh, yeah. wind-swept hair, not quite long hair yet. It wasn't the fabby. Because
0: right. this is very early 80s. But
1: yes. But it, it it gets you there. You can see yeah. the transition from yeah. him in and, and yeah. the sunset, the, the sky behind him and everything. <laughs> you could totally turn this picture in. Like, instead of having him holding the, the machine, you put a... I'm holding a girl, and it's a romance novel cover. You're it's-
0: exactly right. <laughs> I love, love that.
1: No, so and,
0: cool. and this this is just a, this picture pretty much says it all. You know, you got the, the, the kind of cheesy special effects. You've got the uh, very um, old-looking technology for yeah. futuristic technology that's right there. I, I, I just loved it. I, I think that's yeah flash Gordon ton of fun
1: yeah it's it's a thing that does not take itself too seriously and it doesn't want know. you to take it serious it is not it is not a serious thing, so I love things like that because a lot of the times shows, movies they're not good, but they think they are.
2: You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Written
1: like we're going to be an Academy Award winner. No, you're not. But just be what you are. And this is one of those movies that just you knew going in it was gonna be what it was. Right. Which was a cheese factory of a movie, but still <coughs> one that you kinda wanna watch over and over again. So it is.
0: It definitely is. Yeah. You're like, Oh, Flesh Gordon's on, I'm gonna watch this. This is just fun. So yeah, it, it's one of those, just it's just for fun sort of movies. So, yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, I love that.
0: <coughs>
1: Good pick. Thanks. Good pick, Professor.
0: Well, I figured if you're going cult classic, Wes uh, Gordon's got to be on there.
1: Yes. Yes, he does. Um, so, my next one is one that um, basically kind of has the same thing to where it didn't actually take itself too serious. It was it's the one I just added. Um because it was building on that whole um Beastmaster, which was yep, yep. on my list that I thought you were gonna add but you didn't. So I Beastmaster was is there. Is it on okay. there?
0: I well maybe I miss I thought
1: it was. That's not on there.
0: Okay, I thought I'm for sure added. you were
1: gonna add it because I, I love I, Beastmaster.
0: I, I knew you did and I had it on my list and I don't yeah, know.
1: Yeah, it's fine. So Beastmaster, um, you know, that whole Conan the Barbarian. I love fantasy, I love um sword fights, I love uh you know, saving the world or saving the kingdom from an evil sorcerer or or any of that um and this one for my 40th birthday the thing i told everybody and this was you know several years ago i had an 80s movie birthday party where everybody dressed is as an 80s movie character and people were like what do you want for your birthday and i said i want somebody to find this movie for me and uh, my friend trent his brother jason found this movie for me and so great. i have it on dvd and it's called the barbarian brothers
0: yep You lent it to me, so I've seen it now.
1: It's hilarious.
0: It is. It It
1: is. is, It is. They're raised by gypsies. They have to like (laughs) raise the gypsies. Like they have all this armor. They're they're like these big bulky guys. They are hilarious. And they don't take themselves seriously. So they're like a Conan the Barbarian. If Conan the Barbarian was, like, stupid,
2: right, like right,
1: really stupid, but he knew he was stupid, and he was just like, but I'm big, and I'm a barbarian, and I can, like, fight. That's what this movie is. And it's not a long movie. It's a very short movie, but it is so funny. I laugh so hard. Um, and I didn't realize I like, it's one of those movies I watched as a kid and then you never found it again. And then when Jason got it for me for my 40th birthday, I watched it and I was like, it's it's never going to be as good as I thought it was. And it's actually better because I understand some of the more adult humor in it.
2: Right. Now right. than I
1: did when I was a kid, there's not like a lot, there's no bad scenes. There's no, none of that. But like, they're kind of naive guys and the girl in it kira is not a naive girl like she's seen the world and knows more and so it's just this weird instead of the guys making the advances you know she says stuff yeah. and they don't know what she's talking about and i just love that movie and yeah i lend it to everyone i don't even know if i have it at my house right now i think Somebody has it. <laughs> no,
0: no, I don't have it. I gave it back. But, yeah, I to, yeah. but it's one of those.
1: It's a movies. lot of fun. It's very. It, it uh, literally deep. just does not take itself serious
0: I don't know. at all. Not at all. Not at all. I didn't add Beastmaster for you, by the way. So, <laughs> okay. all
1: right. We'll gonna...
0: I knew the picture I even downloaded for it, so I don't know why. So I... we'll
1: put that. Okay. Mark Singer, Beastmaster. Yeah. He gets to talk to animals. He has. He has ferrets, and he has an eagle, and he gets to save people. A panther, and yeah. Is, yeah, the panther is amazing. And um, it's very Conan the Barbarian. If Conan the Barbarian actually, instead of meeting up with people and taking over, all he had was animals and, and a kid.
0: So, right, right, yes.
1: So, what did you uh, think of the
0: second one, by the way?
1: I thought it was, again, tongue-in-cheek. I don't like when they bring um you know because they brought him into our world i don't like that
0: i don't like that
1: i felt like they were trying to force a crocodile dundee thing onto it like bringing that character who's like you know masculine and super tough into you know our modern world and it worked for crocodile dundee because he lived in the modern world he just lived in the outback
2: Right, so he understood right.
1: things. I didn't. I don't like it when they do that. I, um, I feel like it crosses dimensions in a way that I don't. I don't like because I want my fantasy worlds to stay in my fantasy world. And if they do bring it over, then I do it better. Do it in a better way. Have a better story to tell. Right. Right. It's kind of like Masters of the Universe. I love
0: exactly.
1: Fantasy. But the 1980s movie with Courtney Cox, and they tried to bring He-Man and Skeletor to our world. It did not work. Not at all. You leave them in their world. If you right. want somebody from our world, you have them go to their world and get trapped.
0: Right, right. But
1: you don't do it in the reverse because it just, it, it gets messy, and it's, it's, it. there's too much of the story that goes into them trying to explain our world to these right. people. Right, right that it kind of takes away from the story in my mind
0: no i completely agree yeah <laughs> we, we saw several different movies in the 80s where it just did not work so no. Mm-hmm. No, i feel the same way Beastmaster is amazing it's a lot of fun it's a great movie the second one it's okay but uh it, it, they should have kept it out of our world so yeah yep. yeah
1: they should have had her go to to the fantasy world right, and then, right. He would have to try to explain to her the dangers instead of vice versa, because I feel like when you have your main character, your hero character having to be talked through things. Yep. And it, it kind of hurts unless it's it's something like Crocodile Dundee. And, and that was a one of a kind kind of story where he was from this world. He knew things. He just didn't quite he hadn't actually experienced them. So, he was, it wasn't from a different world. It was just a different place. He lived in a different place, different right, culture. Right. Bringing it over, you don't have your hero come over and have to be explained how things are going and what this is and what that is. And it, it just makes it awkward. Agreed. In my opinion.
0: Agreed.
1: <laughs> okay. So, what, what's your next one, Professor? So talking
0: about being a little awkward, I love this movie, but when I rewatched it, it, just it feels like you're trying to cram a couple things in that don't go together. And, and it tries to cram Star Wars or a, a feel of Star Wars into the fantasy world. And that part just fell flat for me. But still, I have to say I really like Kroll. Oh, brawl, oh, And yeah. the, uh, the glaive. Even though glaive is okay, something so else. But, uh...
1: That is just one of the most impressive weapons it is like out of any of the the weapons we're talking about and we're talking like star wars and and we're talking like we're talking conan the barbarian with his sword and stuff this weapon is in my mind one of the best conceived weapons in a movie it's kind of like xena's weapon yes you know it's it's so unique the shock yeah it's so unique um just for this weapon alone, I like this movie.
0: No, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I don't it know if, has not you aged it? well. Have you watched it recently?
1: I watched it. I want to say four years ago. And, and it has the whole
0: idea that the threat that's happening because he's getting married to the princess in the beginning, yeah. and then all of suddenly like this army from space shows up.
1: Yeah, it's it ships a,
0: that kind of remind you of Star Wars. You're like, what? What's going I, on here? It's a fantasy world.
1: So I think that this, we have a comment. Let's see what the comment Who's comment? Jason. Okay. And, and that's that's a good point. And I, yes. that's literally what I was going with. The, the arcade game is one thing because the arcade game, you you got to be the hero. You got yes. to be this. Um, I think what happened was they're like looking at the success of certain movies. Right. Um, Conan the Barbarian type of movies, um, Star Wars, definitely. And they're like, oh, wait, what if we like push these two things together and created something
2: Um,
1: and then try to also make it some kind of like hero love story weirdness. And
2: right, Right.
1: just the storyline. We've talked a lot about some of these have like amazing storylines and amazing world building. And this one felt like three different writers were trying to write. And it's kind of like playing um, Dungeons and Dragons. And you don't have a DM that a constant DM and you have like every week you have a different DM and they're doing a different thing and you don't know what you're doing. <coughs>
2: yep.
1: And that's kind of what it felt like. It felt like, Hey, I have an idea. I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. Well, you know What? This is a great time for these kinds of movies. So let's just throw all the ideas out there and see which ones stick.
0: Right, right.
1: It could have used editing in either making it a fantasy film or making it a sci fi film. Um, and you can successfully make a sci fi fantasy. You can. But this one wasn't there. No, but no. again, I suggest watching this movie just for that weapon. I guess I thing. Well, the, the, I'm a poor uh, person. This I, I, was an amazingly designed weapon. It it it's one of the coolest weapons in a movie agreed. ever.
0: Agreed. Well, okay. and that that's what always made me come back to it. The, okay. uh, the, the the most disappointing thing in the movie though is not even the bad plot and you're mixing in things. It's at the very end, oh. after he goes on the hero's journey to get this weapon. Learns how to use it. Does all this time preparing with the weapon. Throws it at the bad guy, and it doesn't doesn't do its job. And he has to kill the bad guy with a sword afterwards. You're like, but, but, but
1: this weapon was the story, and and they should have not <coughs> should not have uh, have done that. Like,
0: <laughs> well, I, I get that sometimes you're using things like that as your, um, you know, you're kind of using that to. Linger you along, and here's the real part of the story, but still, I I don't know.
1: And actually, I knew this trivia. Did you know that? I didn't know from Summer of '69, but I knew the run to you. I knew she was in some of his his videos.
0: Right. I think I'd heard that before, but I forgot it. So, (laughs) you know, one of those things where you're like, oh, that sounds familiar. So,
1: right. That's awesome.
0: Thank you, Jason. That's cool.
1: We love learning new things. We do. (laughs) Okay, let's see where are we going to go. So, we've gone through some like really obscure ones and ones that some people might not know. Um, Let's see. Trying to figure out which way I want to go. All right. so this one, I hate Tom Cruise. (laughs) You know I do. But I, I love some of his movies. I right. just don't like him as a person.
2: Right. Um,
1: but this movie was, and still is, one of my favorite movies, but not because of Tom Cruise, but because of Tim Curry.
0: Yep, yep.
1: And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And you actually make
0: a unicorn look like a unicorn, which is right? amazing for that time frame.
1: Yeah, and this is not like not CGI. This is not CGI people. This is literally, you know, they did this.
2: Um, right.
1: They glued a horn onto this horse. Uh I don't know if they glued it, but you know, they put it on there. But the <laughs> that reminds me of Scrooge.
0: Yes, exactly. I'm so glad
1: you got that. Where he's like, "How do we put the horns on the the reindeer horns on the mouse?" Just (laughs) staple. Oh my god! Um, The costumes are amazing. World, yes, they are again amazing. It kind of has a Midsummer Night's Dream feel to it. Yes, it
0: does.
1: Um, and it's got that like beautiful fantasy. And and good and evil are very, very understood in it.
0: Yes, it like, is.
1: There's Lily, who you see here with the unicorn, like good, sweet Lily, but when she gets corrupted and she's and she oh, turns yeah. into dark Lily, that is that is like costuming mm-hmm. amazingness. Like the the costumes in this alone were phenomenal. Green. The um film, like the the scenes and the, the way it's filmed in that kind of soft focus, misty, um, kind of mysterious thing that they did with the film and the editing of it. Beautiful. But Tim Curry as the demon.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I did not realize it was him when I was little. I was scared to death of that. And then I was watching it with my mom and my mom goes, you know, that's rooster from Annie, right? <laughs> Annie's brother. And I used to love Annie. So I was like, what? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, no. And then I, I was never scared of him again because it's Tim Curry. And we right. love, Tim yeah. Curry. but it shows Tim Curry, I think is one of those actors that if he's in something, I'm going to watch it because just uh, the beauty of he's a chameleon that is completely underrated a lot, that underrated. people are not even aware he is certain characters and he can play anything.
0: Yeah. And, and he, it's, he gets into character. Yes. So well.
1: And, and it's, it's not just like the makeup. Cause the makeup, don't get me wrong. The makeup in that, in this movie
2: is phenomenal.
1: The costumes yeah, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. But his face has this way, and he has this ability to change his face, mm-hmm. um, and the way he talks, and the way he like, you know, moves his jaw, and it changes his face completely. And you can get scared of him, and then he'll be like funny as hell in the next movie you see him in. Right. Um. But it is still one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. Um, but it's not because Tom Cruise is in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand. Tom Cruise really, even though he was kind of the headlining star, because he was budding star at that point, really isn't the focal point of that movie at all. He,
1: he, no, yeah. Lily and, and Tim Curry yeah. are and You're the right. unicorn. Right. The fairy right. has more. Like right. the, and and he it, Tom Cruise is the hero. But right. It's it's not your typical hero's journey where it's right. focused on him. Um personally I always thought Lily was more of the hero like right, she I
2: agree.
1: emotionally she has to go through a lot. <laughs> but um no but it's it's a I think it's one of my top fantasy movies like mm-hmm. you know pure fantasy unicorns right. and demons and fairies like ever made. Um well, and it's,
0: it's great.
1: Beautiful. Like if you want to see a beautiful movie, this is beautiful. If you love a Midsummer Night's Dream by Shakespeare, this has that same feel. Like you, yeah, love it.
0: I completely agree. Yay! Completely agree. It was also on my list there too. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Um, we share several here, but uh, I figured
1: we were getting close to the sharing.
0: Well, sure. Sharing is caring and, and we can <laughs> share some. And So let's go with this one. I, do you remember Ice Pirates?
1: I do. I did not remember it until I saw it on your list. And then yeah. I thought, oh my god.
0: Very I- kind of tongue-in-cheek. Oh, yeah. Um, but also um, post-apocalyptic more yeah. of a um, you know, road warrior but set in space and hauling ice. And, and, and of course, I just love it. You got to haul some ice out of here, right? You know, so you know, uh, like,
1: ice is the commodity, right? Ice yeah, is the it's
0: the commodity.
1: You know, like in Dune, you know, you have spice right. and <laughs> ice pirates, ice.
0: Ice. ice ice baby.
1: <laughs> but uh, again, costumes in this are super fun.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: No,
1: take them seriously. They they don't have a cohesive back to it at all. None of them look alike.
0: No, they do not.
1: It's like they said, hey, you designed the costume for this person. You designed the costume for this person. And, and just they gave them an idea. But somehow it all comes together. It's a fun story.
0: It is a lot of fun. It, it's,
1: it, go ahead.
0: No, I, I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, it's a lot no. of fun. It, it's one of those where you can sit and lose yourself into the stupidity of it. But yes. it's also so fun just to be there. You're like, okay it's not world building so much it's not no. doing anything incredible but it's a fun thing and it yeah. is just kind of crazy and fun and like okay okay yeah
1: when i saw this on the list on our the side we have a list on the side that tells us you know what pictures we have and i saw this and it reminded me of one and i was like oh time bandits that almost
0: got up. on my list and we can throw that in there time well, bandits I mean- and
1: eric the viking yes so these kind of they're all they all have in my head when i think back on on my childhood watching them they all have a similar they're they're all in a similar space
2: right right. they all kind
1: of go into that space and um and when i saw this i was like oh my god i forgot ice pirates even existed and then it just flooded back to me you're welcome I love it. I love when we can do that. That's amazing. Oh, my goodness. So, what do you have a favorite part of Ice Pirates?
0: Boy, it's been so long since I've seen it. I've not seen it in years.
2: Right. But As I was That's going, what,
0: like. what are some of those movies that I just loved? Like, Ice Pirates. Oh, my gosh. Ice Pirates is amazing. So, <laughs> I just need to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. We have a comment here from, Tim, uh, from um Jason. Jason. About time bandits. Oh, really? So we'd be interested to see what your list is, Jason. That's fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah, time that, bandits that's was, the first one listed. It was
1: it. such a fun movie. It was such a fun movie. Yeah. And I, I didn't. It's one of those movies that I think about it like when it's brought up or I see something that reminds me of it in that yeah. category in my head. Um, because I don't know if anybody else has ever I've ever told people this. I've told people, but not like I don't know if I've told it on. The show, but how my mind works is like a you know the the scene from uh, Bruce Almighty where there's the filing cabinet and goes <gasps> out. That's how my mind works. So I file mm-hmm. things away, and and for some reason, Ice Pirates and, and Time Bandits were filed in the same category.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's that kind of British humor, yes, with a fantasy world there with it. So yeah, they <coughs> <coughs> definitely they're definitely kind of connected.
1: We have a couple more that's going that's going in, and I think that hopefully some of these we're going to get into ones that I feel are a little bit more well known, or you know. <clears throat> that, and there's a couple that people love, and there's a couple that people I know hate, and it's fine. It's fine. You're allowed to hate them, but
0: we exactly don't. hate them all you want. What do you got for us? What, what's going to be next?
1: Um. So let's go with
0: ah. There can only be one. Talking about good queen. Holy- soundtracks, here you go.
1: Oh, I know. And I even loved, I know people didn't really like the TV show as much, but I did.
0: Well, the TV show was great. The rest of the movies... <laughs>
1: yeah, no, after you... The third get, movie's
0: not too bad. The second one, and
1: it, It's kind of like a hit or miss. I feel like it was like, let's try to take this here, and it didn't go there um, quite as well. But the idea of the Highlander is... Mm. Um,
0: Very really world-building cool. also.
1: Right, because you, I'm a history buff. So you get history, but you get sci-fi. And and you get, like, immortal. And you get sword playing and, and killing and beheading. And all the great things that you get with, like, these barbarian movies. But in a more civilized manner.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, just the idea of, of these immortals and, and you know going around throughout history and and battling each other and and everything just amazing i love it it's also you know in my head um one of the other movies that's in my category in my filing cabinet with this yeah. is uh the prince of uh, robin hood the prince of thieves oh, yes, Kevin yes. yeah. so totally different but has that history feel
0: right um
1: which I love, and Sean Connery. I mean, seriously, Sean
0: Connery playing a Spaniard in a movie I know, which about was weird, in a movie about a Scottish guy who's played by an American who,
2: right? What? <laughs> they pull it off. Yeah, yeah, pull it off.
0: There can only be one. So,
1: <laughs> there can only be
0: one. But I quickening. feel
1: like the quick. Yeah. I uh, loved the TV series spinoff of that. Like yeah, I loved the TV it.
0: series was great. I agree. The nineties yeah. TV series was was the about the only sequel thing that I really pay any attention to. I, I've gone back and rewatched that. The if, if, when I'm watching the movies, even the third one, I think was pretty okay. It's just basically the first one. i put in the first one. Yeah. The second one, if I want to watch a hot mess.
1: Yeah, the second one, I feel like they were just trying <coughs> to put too much in, and they were trying to like,
0: there we're really aliens from another world, and
1: yeah, and, and it, totally it just just, just let them be immortals right. like, from this world. Just let them. So, do
0: that. Well, it, you know, they never went back to that idea. It was kind of like no. that was a bad dream he had. <laughs> so, but yes, no Highlander is amazing. The Queen soundtrack. Yes, Incredible. again,
1: I, Queen is my favorite band. So anytime you can get that kind of music in yeah, a yeah, soundtrack, yeah. I'm all about exactly. it.
0: Exactly. Here we are. Yes. Born to be kings.
1: I mean, I just and and part of it subconsciously might be the soundtrack for some of these movies that we picked, you guys. Well,
0: soundtrack. Soundtrack's soundtrack
1: a big Yes. Yeah, it makes yes. a huge difference.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: You
1: can have an amazing movie, and if the soundtrack sucks, the movie's not as good. Or Agreed. vice versa. You can have a mediocre movie, and if you put the right music to it, it is going to make that movie so much better. Agreed. So, Agreed. Yes.
0: Agreed, Jason. Agreed. Yes. So, let me go with with a, before we get into some of the ones that are more well-known... One Why? I know where you're going. Basically, fans of it love this movie, but mm-hmm. it, it's an odd, crazy, freaking movie that I cannot stop watching when it's on. It, it's it's just Is it
1: one of the, if if you were flipping through the channels when you yes, used to flip through the channels, you just stop.
2: stop.
0: Yes, yes, I, and I end up buying it on Voodoo because I'm like, I've just got to own this because
2: right,
0: I, I, I'm tired of watching just half of it because I'm flipping through finding it. <laughs> and it is The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai.
1: And I knew this was going to be wow. on your list because we've talked about this and I know how much you love it. It is kooky.
0: It is. It's so kooky. But it I love it.
1: Like I'm going to say this and it's going to sound weird if you've never seen this. It is like somehow Pee Wee's Playhouse for Grownups. ups
2: <laughs>
0: Okay, Do you understand
1: yeah. what I mean by that? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. The
1: characters are just that kooky.
0: The, they are,
1: but well, in a when, way more serious way, but without being serious.
0: When when you've got the main character who is a, a brain surgeon, a uh, an uber scientist that uh, for space scientist and a lead singer of a band and has his own comic book, right? And he's got followers everywhere.
1: It's yeah. like they they threw together every weirdo ever into yeah. one character.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, then um, cowboy, uh, um, oh my gosh, totally zoning it. But oh my gosh, this movie this movie is so crazy out there, and the fact that you've got aliens from an interdimension and yep. aliens from outer space that are different aliens in this movie, and it's, it, it's just nuts
1: but you think and you you listen to us describing it and if you've never seen it you're probably going well that sounds like a hot mess and it is it is (laughs) and you think to yourself there's no way that any of the story could be cohesive but somehow
2: Mm.
1: it threads together in a way that you're like what no what
0: yeah
1: how what and you question your sanity watching this movie. <laughs>
0: you do. <laughs> you do. You're you like, do. Who was high when they created this, right? <laughs>
1: exactly. It's but so
0: amazing.
1: Again, the characters, like, the supporting characters, you know? So, so
0: we, we've got Peter Weller as Buckaroo Banzai. you got John Lithgow as the main bad guy in it. Yes. Gold Womb as New Jersey... Um, the, the cowboy guy. You've got Christopher Lloyd in this movie. Um, Some
1: heavy hitters that Clancy weren't heavy Grant hitters. Is it.
0: Yeah, it's big heavy hitters. It's a tremendous movie. It's so fun.
1: I it, mean, the acting's not open.
0: spectacular, but it, it's so fun.
1: And that's the thing. A lot of people are probably going to be watching this, and hopefully, we have lots and hundreds of people watching this at least. Um, and they're going to be like, I don't understand how they get this list. These lists are curated by what we like or yep. what we remember or what we find fun. And and we do sometimes make lists that are very serious. Like yes. lists of things that we like that are more serious kind of movies. Or, But when you're talking fantasy sci-fi 80s, you're going to have these weird, confusing... <coughs> I don't know what I just watched, but I kind of want to watch it again kind of movie. Yes, yes. And and that's what that one is for you, Professor, right? It's it, the, it is. What did I just watch? It, I,
0: it's, I just smile when I watch it every time now. I'm just like, oh, And it's got so that.
2: It's bizarre, got
0: that, like, but just still, after all these years, it's still just bizarre, but I, right. I love it. It's
1: got that Monty Python-like, I have no idea what I'm watching.
0: Yes, yes. But it's not
1: written like a Monty Python. It's not. It's
0: not It's not slapstick humor. No. There's some humor to it. But But it's
1: kind of smart humor.
0: It is. It's very smart humor. But it's It's done in a stupid way. Right.
1: smart humor done in a stupid way. Right. Um, But it has that feel of like you watch it and you're like, I don't know what I just watched. Monty Python. The first time I ever watched Monty <laughs> Python, it was the same kind of feel. I loved it, and I but I couldn't explain why I loved it. Right. Because I was like, "What the hell did I just watch?" I almost said "F word," <laughs> but I, I I only get one one per <laughs> episode.
0: And I, I uh, used your one.
1: You I know you did. <laughs> I don't think I didn't catch that. I caught that. Um. <clears throat> No, that's a good pick because it's one of those shows that if you love it, you love it.
2: Right, but right.
1: It is a very hit or miss. Like, people either love it or they hate it.
0: Right. It, or it's they've never seen it. The, the essence of cult classic. It, it, it. That's really what this is. It's 100% a cult classic. People love it or hate it, but it's what it is. It, it has a following. You have diehard fans. People who love it even more than me. And I love this. Oh,
1: movie. yeah. No, there are people who are. It's 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 kind of, you know, the Rocky Horror Picture Show is the, yeah, the ultimate. Yeah. When I talk about cult yeah, classics, yeah. it is the ultimate cult classic movie. Um, it has people who love it to the point of no return. And then there are people right. who are like, eh, um, I'm one of those people who love it. Because I love crazy.
0: Right, right. <laughs> well, I Okay, here's a cosplay idea. I wanted to go to New Jersey.
1: Oh my god! Do it! <laughs> Do it! That well, would be amazing. I'm I'm not gonna lie. That would be the amazing. The whole
0: the whole we pants. Couple, and,
1: we only have a couple more.
0: Uh, well, couple you know more. we're getting down there, aren't we?
1: We're so. getting down there. Okay, so um, again, I'm gonna go with one that is a spoof of. Probably the most famous nerdy movie ever. Yep. Um but you, you can't you can't not put this on there.
0: <laughs> Spaceballs. Spaceballs. The movie.
1: The movie.
0: Merchandising.
1: <laughs> the way it breaks the fourth wall, priceless. Yep. The well, the way it mocks, but yet you're interested enough in the story, even though you know what the story how the story goes because right. you've seen Star Wars.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, the characters are changed enough to make them. You go, oh my god, what am I watching? This is hilarious. Um, um
0: John Candy as uh, as. <laughs> as a mug, the uh, half man, half dog. I'm my own best friend. My name's Barf. Not in your you don't. It's a, it's a Mercedes.
1: Barf was... I mean, I love John Candy. In that role was probably in my mind one of his most iconic because yes. I feel like they said, you're going to be this dog human um, that's kind <laughs> of like a spoof of Chewbacca. And, but we want you to talk and, and be stupid as as you can be. And he just went for it. He did. And it's so good. And here's the thing. Sometimes you watch movies. I love a serious movie. I love a good drama. But sometimes you just want to laugh your butt off.
0: Right. right.
1: And this is the kind of movie you just laugh and laugh. And you're going, yeah, this is fun.
0: J- Joan Rivers as uh, I forget uh, her name, but as the android. Yeah. You have uh, well, and, and here's something that I had heard and, and confirmed a while back. So the main character, when when um, when they approached George Lucas about making this movie, and of course he's like, oh yeah, of course you Mel Brooks, of course spoof yeah. movie, you know whatever, It's like just you know do me a favor. Don't don't make the main character look like Han Solo. So right. he's like, okay. So it made him look like Indiana Jones.
1: I know, which is perfect. It's so perfect. And that's that's kind of the brilliance of it because it makes fun of stuff. And let me just say, yes. one of my favorites from this movie is Rick Moranis. Yes. I just <laughs> He's one of those actors that I, oh, Dot. Dot. Her name is Dot. Yep. Not me. Yep. Yep.
0: Um,
1: Rick is one of those actors that I just love what he does with roles, and he he just did such a good job with this. Um, and it came out at a time that you're like it was the perfect timing to spoof it. If they would have right. tried to do it earlier, it would not have worked, I don't think. Um, but it, it's, it was the perfect time to do it because people already loved it so much and it became it was already so iconic <laughs> that making fun of it was good. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. You know, a lot yeah. of the time, if you try to do it too soon of a movie that's well loved like star wars is you you can you can kind of hurt yourself because so many people love it they waited long enough and they they twisted it in such a way that it just made sense and
2: yeah
1: i i just i think it's funny and i just love the breaking of the fourth wall i think it it gives it a unique twist
0: you know you, you have along with Star Wars being your main one they do spoof aliens in it with a little dancing alien across the yes. countertop you have uh, planet of the apes spoofed in there you've transformers yep. spoofed in there um in and, and all sorts of other sci-fi movies um in the whole idea that uh just plain yogurt that's uh, bite yogurt oh my god uh, Yoda and uh you know merchandising—it's all about the merch. <laughs> and so, uh, but uh, you know, my my favorite scene—and and I'll make an exception—and we'll use another curse word here. But uh, uh-huh. my, my favorite scene is when he's standing on the bridge and he goes, "And who are you?" I'm a, I'm a private asshole, sir. Assholes. How many other assholes do we have here? And everybody raises their hands. <laughs> I knew it. Surrounded by assholes. <laughs>
1: They're all related. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's so funny. And, yes, you're right. Like, it it was billed, and most people know it as a Star Wars spoof, but it does have other ones in it there. But, um, but the characters, the main characters, are definitely spoofs.
2: Oh, most definitely. 100%. Um,
1: but they... I just think that they did it in a really nice way. They didn't like make fun of it in a way that's like diminishing Star right. Wars.
2: Right. It
1: was just kind of like, but what if? It was the Marvel's what if for Star
2: Wars.
0: It, definitely.
1: <laughs> I'm a nerdy girl. What can I say? This is literally where my mind goes. It's like, oh yeah, it's like, what if for. Okay. But, oh, so for Faster.
0: Where are we now? We're here. <laughs> well, but we'll, what will be then? Soon. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I got to watch
1: that now. I have it on DVD. I'm going to watch it. I there. <laughs> <laughs> Love that
2: movie.
0: Yeah. Oh it, my agreed God. there, Jason. Yeah. The brilliance of Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks was, was a super genius. Yeah. There. So, yeah, no, I, I agree that that is a great one. 100%. I'm going to go with one here that you put on the list, which I didn't take it as a cult classic, but I kind of get it. But it is actually literally my favorite movie of all times. Literally my favorite movie. It, uh, it was actually my first date with my wife. And this movie is just like a perfect movie because it has comedy and action and romance. romance. And... Uh, Death
1: by Pirates.
0: and a giant and giants, yes, giants. Um,
1: so I, I do, I did put this on there, and I, and I understand, like, it's, it's a very well known movie, and it's, it's very, very much not necessarily a cult classic. However, when you told me to pick 80s sci sci-fi or fantasy, yep, there was no way I was going to make a list without this
2: movie. Right, right,
1: because to me it is one of the best movies
2: ever made yes
1: um it does not take itself serious it but it has serious moments and it has serious undertones like revenge and you know love and all of this stuff and warmongering and just it, but it's it had to be on this list because of the fact of what it is. And when right. you say right. 80s fantasy movies,
0: no, I, I agree, it's hard to leave it off the list. I just was like, I saw it on there, I'm like, okay, well, that's fine because that's it's my favorite movie, so it's basically just right above Star Wars and Batman 1989. That's right. really. Those are my trifecta there, uh, my favorite movies. So yeah, and,
2: yeah. Princess
0: and the Bride's thing, and, the goodbye. thing
1: about this movie uh, is, right. the Princess Bride is, like you said, it has everything. It has espionage. It has, um, it has giants and sword fights and love and revenge and you know. <sighs> Basically anything you could miracles by the way Miracle Max Billy yes. Crystal and yes. his wife Carol Kane yeah. hilarious yeah. and it has comedy and it but the blending of it is so beautiful.
0: Yes it is.
1: And it's it's almost seamless and you can go from a scene where you have a traumatic childhood experience and then a sword fight, and then they're talking, but they're fighting, and they're bonding, but they're fighting. And, and you know, the banter and the wit that the screenplay gave. Yes. And I can't imagine anyone playing any of these roles other than the people who played them. Exactly. And I think that shows a true mastery of casting could other people have played these roles? Yes, but now that we have this, in my mind, I can't think, and I can recast movies all day long. My husband and I play a game where we'll watch a movie and we we'll would be like, who would be better in this role? This is one of those movies I can't personally think of anyone who would be better in any of the roles.
0: Nope, nope. It's perfect as um, it is, leave it alone.
1: Yeah, and uh, again, I'm a <laughs> wrestling girl. You have Andre the Giant, who Andre the Giant was... <coughs> I don't met him. I met Andre Giant as a kid um wow. probably scariest man I ever met when I first met him, but sweetest man when you talk to him
2: right, right ever
1: um when people say he was a gentle giant, he was a gentle giant, yeah, no, I actually went backstage at a couple of wrestling things as a Whoa. kid, and I got to meet him. And not for a long time, but, you know, but he he was always kind to us, Um, anybody who was back there. And um, seeing him on the big screen playing personally, somebody who I think fit him, his real life persona, his real life, who he was way better than anything he ever did in wrestling was was a beautiful thing. Um, I know Billy Crystal, you know, has, he made, you know, a documentary about it and he like there because of the effect that he had on it. And that is what the truth of who he was brought onto the screen. And I think all the actors in this brought such truth to the roles that it's just one of those movies that I cannot find fault with
0: right right
1: and you know me I'm a critic at heart so
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah this movie is, is absolutely amazing yeah there's there's a story that they tell about um, Andre being on set and uh, having gas and letting oh. out this like 10 second long fart that's super loud and then everybody just is silent. and then uh, yeah. the director looks at him and goes Andre, you all right? I am now, boss. Yep. All right. Let's get back to it.
2: Yeah.
1: It's, um, he was really known for that. Like, they used to make fun of it in the back. Like, I I wasn't even there very often. I was only there like two or three times. But I know I've heard people make jokes about Andre giant Giants parts.
0: <laughs>
2: Apparently, they were horrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, yep. So, Jason had a comment here. And, and this is a great line. Yeah, rodents of yeah. unusual size. I don't think they exist. Red is, is, is attacked by one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I watch this movie three or four times a year. I just love this movie. Yeah. It's such an amazing movie. It's, um,
1: and it has something for every age. It does.
0: It does.
1: You can be a teenage boy and find something you like out of it. You can oh. be a teenage girl and find something you like out of it. You can be four years old and find something you like out of it. Yeah. Sure. Um, and it, it's one of those movies you can watch no matter your age. You're, there's nothing that's, that you wouldn't want your child to see.
0: Right, right. Exactly. And,
1: uh, the rodents of unusual size scare my sister a little bit when we were growing up. But
0: oh, yeah. A big, they, a big freaking scare, rant jumps on you and right. bites your shoulder.
1: And they scare me now because I'm scared to death of mice, but that's because I was attacked by them. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um... <laughs> but um no i I couldn't not put that movie on,
2: oh, well, sure,
0: oh, sure, also
1: I knew it was one of your favorites. I didn't know it was your favorite, but I knew it was like it's, high, it's, high up there it's
0: it's my top favorite movie. it's been there. I saw it in the theater with a buddy of mine, and then uh my like I said, they were gonna show it at the student union, um, and that was my first day my wife was going to the student union, so yeah, that's yep.
1: that's amazing, yeah.
0: That's amazing. But she still dated me afterwards, I don't know. So there you go.
1: Well, you know, that kind of shows like it's a good movie for a date. <laughs> it
0: definitely is. Yeah, Again, it is something for everybody, so
1: Okay. So let's see here. Do we only have two more left?
0: That's all I see. We can always okay. add more but, uh, So
1: the next two also are not what I call cult classics in that they have a huge following. However, when you talk about sci-fi and um, fantasy, these are both more sci-fi, um, but you talk about 80s sci-fi, you kind of have to put them on the list. And I know people are gonna watch this and be like, but they're not really cult classics, but we kind of, I think, filled out our our list of our favorite we cult did. classics. We did, we When you said 80s sci-fi fantasy again princess bride had to be on there and these two also had to be on there just because they are so iconic agreed um (laughs) back to the future
0: I, i love this movie this is so fun
1: it my husband will argue you know we just we just talked about how the princess bride is is pretty flawless in a movie my husband will argue with you that uh back to the future is is the same i I
0: don't disagree with that it's pretty
1: flawless of a movie it's um there's a couple things that you know if you really want to get scientifically nitpicky about but they're not enough to dissuade from the movie itself um this the actors were perfectly cast Uh, the set was amazing and it transitioned from you know, modern day or well, the eighties, modern day to to his parents' day. You, in you a mean eighties
0: aren't still modern day?
1: <laughs> no, no, not apparently not. But no um, it transitioned to where it was. You recognized it enough, and you you were like, "This is what a small town how it transitions."
0: Exactly. Um, exactly.
1: And and it it all made made sense it all made sense in, in a, a beautiful way. Uh, Marty McFly, you, you can't say that name and not go. Yes. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so I, I kind of had to put this one on there as well. Um, just because of how amazing the movie is. And again, not necessarily cult classic. Um, I did know that, Jason. Uh, Also, (coughs) um, did you know that he was still doing family ties at the time? Mm -hmm. Michael J. Fox was still doing family ties. And so he could only um, be filmed at night because he was doing family ties during the day. And so a lot of the scenes you have in the square where it's daytime out, it's artificially daytime out. Like they put so many lights to make it daytime because um, he wanted to do this so much. Like his people in his life were like, you can't do that. And he believed in this so much that he was yeah. like, I want to do it. And um, so that also shows how good of a movie is because he was on a successful TV show. Family right. Ties was a successful TV show. And um he didn't need to transition to movies. Right. Like you know, he didn't, but thank God he did because I really think that he was the perfect cast for this.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Um so yeah, I just I loved it and, and I, I was like, we gotta have it on there just because I can't imagine a sci-fi '80s list without it on there.
0: I agree. I agree. Okay. Got a couple things to say, Doc. You built a time machine out of a DeLorean.
1: I know the DeLorean. Talk about DeLorean. the perfect cast, right? Right. Right. A lot of times when we think of cast, we think of like you know people because they're the ones acting, but having the right prop. can make a movie. I tell you this about cosplayers all the time. Um, The props make the cosplay. Right. If you have the right prop to your cosplay, even if your outfit is like substandard or store-bought, but you can create a prop to go with it, it it can change it completely. The DeLorean was the most amazing prop ever for a movie. Right ever it's the most iconic prop i can think of
2: Yeah,
1: and um it was a real car but just that the doors opening like this just that exactly
0: exactly
1: um created like as soon as you saw the car and you saw the doors open like that you knew this was going to be like a movie that was going to be like gobsmacking you
0: well in the fact that you use that later when he goes back to the '50s it comes out of the barn, the doors do that, and the kids reading the, the sci-fi magazine yes. with the aliens the with alien and the alien
1: in the door, yeah.
0: Which is it, awesome. it was
1: it was such a great prop <clears throat> to have in in a film, and it's it's iconically like the DeLorean was not a great car. Right. <laughs> Like car, as a right? car.
0: Always broken down, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, <laughs> when you think of that car, you will always think of this movie.
0: You just need some gigawatts. Gigawatts. Just <laughs> need some gigawatts. So It's such but a
2: good movie.
0: The, the other line, i like to point out, is done by an actor that people might know for his musical career, Huey Lewis, saying... I'm sorry, you're just too darn loud. I just, I'm like, and trying to, they're doing his song, which I just yep. thought was the funniest thing ever. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Huey Lewis yes. telling them they're being too loud. That's
1: awesome. which is great. I, I will say, um, the movie creeps creeps me out a little bit on, on one aspect, and it's the fact that his mom is flirting with him, <laughs> and and as a mom. I know she's not his mom yet in her timeline, but yeah, that's a little creepy. When well, she
0: kisses him, she realizes she's wrong. Oh
1: about. yeah, she it's something in her is like
0: Mmm.
1: Like it's not, it's not it's not meant to be like that. Um but yeah, other than that, but it it's a fun premise. Yeah,
2: yes
0: it um,
1: is. And and here's the thing, they did other move. they did two and three.
0: Which are good movies.
1: They're good movies they're not as good i think the first one the script yeah. is much better with the first one yeah, um yeah. but i don't hate the others and, and a lot right. of the times you know they fall flat we talked about beastmaster falling way down with the second one it was still a fun movie but it was way down these i, I would watch the trilogy all day long yep
0: yeah, yeah. i own the trilogy you know because of that whole reason yeah because i'm like so I, I had to sit down and show these to my kids. Even my kids who don't like 80s culture, who right. don't like a lot of the things, if Dan's going to make me watch it, they, both of them went, oh, okay. So they were into it. And I'm like, all right, that's right, what i like to see. Like, so yeah, yeah, most definitely. Well, give us your other one that, that's also a, a big hit of the 80s, because who are you yeah. going to call? <laughs>
1: um, again, You can't go to this this category without mentioning the Ghostbusters. Right. Um, Iconic is not even um, the word for this movie. It it has spawned so much. Songs, cartoons, toys, um, a whole new generation learning about them through new movies, and it was just so much fun. And, you know, as somebody who's very into the paranormal
2: yeah.
1: um, and the whole idea of ghost exists, this took it to this incredibly stupid and, um, completely outrageous place. Sigourney Weaver. known for alien which could fit into this category too and listen there are we and we might do one that's not cult classics and just straight sci-fi fantasy kind of thing and alien would fit into that um horror sci-fi um her and this though showed her comedy chops it did so much um Rick Moranis, again, I told you I love him. I think that he's probably one of those actors that people don't give enough credit to. And what an amazing legacy Ghostbusters has been and is continuing to be. So,
0: right on.
1: So, I had to put it on there, guys. Sorry.
0: We didn't want to cross the streams. It had to be on there.
1: <laughs> right? All right, and plus, spaces. stay puffed and slimer.
0: Right, right. I didn't think of anything. Did you think of anything? Ray, did you think of anything? I know. It was so the most funny. innocent thing possible. Couldn't hurt you if you tried. Just stay and, puffed for a little
2: and,
1: it, and it has continued in, in making movies with this with this world that that makes sense in a yeah. weird way. Um, and, you know, the new movies coming out, um, yeah, it's it's just one of those things that I, I just couldn't not put it on the list. And I knew it was gonna be the last three, Princess Bride, and Back to the Future, and it, I knew they were gonna be the last ones we talked about because they're not necessarily cult classics, but- Right, right. There are movies I love, people.
0: <laughs> so, if you had to suggest one of these, not being the last three, one of these for people to watch that haven't seen it, what what are you telling them to go check out? Which one or are you saying? Okay, so if you're going to go if, cult classic, go this one.
1: Okay, and they've never seen any of these.
0: Never seen any of them.
1: Oh my gosh! So cult classic. So I'm not going to pick the last three because I feel like most people have seen those or at least heard about those. Um. God, that's a hard one, Professor.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you for a loop <laughs> there.
1: Well, Jason, I'd really? love
0: to see your list because I, 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 do like darker. Also, there yeah. were certain things I did not count as cult cool classics that I could have put on there that were a little darker. But, uh, but if I am going to do that, and there is so many great ones here, but I am going to go with Buckaroo Banzai. I am going to blow your freaking mind.
1: <laughs> You're gonna just make everybody go, what the hell did he just have me watch? There's your word. <laughs> um I'm actually probably gonna pick one off of your list. Oh, okay. Because it actually ma- almost made my list, but I knew you loved it. Um here's Jason's. So, Jason, I love all of these. Um I'm gonna tell you why that I didn't put them on my list. Is because they weren't necessarily what I call cult classics because they they were kind of bigger. Uh, Dreamscape is one that came close.
0: Yes, because Dreamscape that was was really, was, really was on one. my list there too. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. and and, and was also I thought about yeah. Time Bandits and Eric the Eric the Viking, but I didn't get either one of those. But on yeah, um,
1: the only reason the last three made it is just because they're so iconic in that mm-hmm. that thing. But I love. Every single one of the ones that you have on your list,
0: um, the I'm not sure I know what brainstorm is. That one I don't know. I know the rest of them though. So yeah.
1: Um. Okay, so you. This is this is the one you're going to tell people to watch.
0: Yeah, I'm telling people <laughs> go watch this one because you have to understand it's 80s, 80s cult classic, and I want you to. Think about it. Okay. Right. Then go. You know that's bizarre, but I kind of like it.
1: So I'm going to pick two, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to pick okay. one okay. for adults
0: okay. that I think yeah. that
1: they will get, and and yep. it would be funny. Um, and and it's this one.
0: Come get some.
1: Yes. Um, it, it, not that kids can't watch it because kids can't watch it. I watched it as a kid. However, <laughs> um, I have a better one for kids. That if you have kids, to to see, there you go. He's talking about um, okay. Brainstorm.
0: Well, I love Natalie Wood, so. Oh.
1: Yeah, Christopher Walken. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. That's I've seen has- that one. I need to. I need to go check it out because um, Nat- Natalie Wood was got taken way too early from us. So.
1: I, I agree. So they live is definitely a cult mm-hmm. classic. Mm-hmm. I love that and, movie, yeah. and it's funny and its action and its you're going to watch it and be like this reminds me of this movie and this reminds me of this movie and it's going to remind you of a lot of things. So um I would pick that for the adults and if you're going to do one for kids I personally You're
0: going to explore. Okay, like, yeah, yeah.
1: explores yeah. Um it's super fun and it's super cheeky and it's it's just hilarious but at the same time it it gives it does do something which i like as a parent and as a homeschool parent um that i like because it gets kids thinking about science and space exploration um without going here's education um none of it is educational (laughs) You can't really build a time machine or a space machine that way. A space shuttle that way. But it gets you thinking about like right. other things. Um and, and and it's cute. But Dark Crystal almost made that one. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. And that's a good one for kids too.
1: Yeah. Labyrinth. Like there's so right. many.
0: Right. Well, so it, here's it,
1: my suggestion. You go watch all of them.
0: That's a good idea. Jason. Dark Crystal's pretty dark, dude,
1: so. It, no, Dark Crystal's very
0: dark.
1: But, <laughs> you yeah. know, some of the ones we picked, we had some dark ones, but not not a lot. And I think when we, in my mind somehow, when I think cult classics, I, I tend to think of more like
0: Comedy. unusual. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think of ones that are like, what did I just watch? And right. then you watch right. it again and you fall in love with it the second time first time you're just like what did i watch um but no this was a fun list
0: yeah i i thought you would have fun with this one okay. the, we didn't have to think too hard and yeah. we can just like oh let's talk about some movies but let's talk about different movies, can, movies movie? yeah.
1: you know we we did the like the decades like half a decade yes. half a decade half a decade we, we, we just need to get hard. back to that yeah when we talked about doing the 80s, though, we did have a problem where we thought we can't do yeah. a half a decade. No. We would have to do 80, 81, 82, yeah, yeah, 83 yeah, yeah. because we grew up in the 80s. And so the movies were
0: just awesome. then.
1: Yeah, it's because they're my son will tell you that the movies in the 90s were awesome because they're what he grew up with. And, right. and that's the thing, the nostalgia of it is is just these are my movies you know right um other movies that could be added to this list if it wasn't cult classics et
0: yep yep well even cult classic my science project um weird science
1: weird science almost made my list it's on my secondary
0: yeah 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 so they killed a
1: person out of a barbie doll exactly <clears throat>
2: on their heads. And then the the it.
1: It's just crazy. Uh, no, there's so many. Yeah. There's so many. There,
0: there's a lot of good ones out there. My, so.
1: my favorite part of of weird science though is Chet.
0: You're not wrong. He's such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's. So, and then I just love that she. What she? She like turns him into Jabba the.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
2: this
1: is perfect. This is perfect. Ah, uh, my puppy here is telling me I need to take her for a walk.
0: All right. Well, and we're we are almost at two hours, so we probably yeah. need to ramp up anyway. Let your puppy go and let my voice rest. So yes, it's, it's still kind of waning. Right.
1: Well, we have other friends who do kind of the same thing as us, a little bit yeah. different. We always throw some, like, things out there. We're going to do it really fast today so that I can get her because she's begging to go out. We have the OzPod gals over on Facebook. They're part of OzCon, which is one of our favorite cons. Check them out. Um, They're going to have videos every once in a while. Um, not They're really busy with OzCon stuff, so not as normal r- routine and schedule as some of our other friends um we have oh wrong one we have the nerd informants wait what yeah i was on the right one
2: you were nerd
1: on, on youtube and facebook they're this distinguished competition tim and josh they do all things nerdy and cover all kinds of movies and video games and they keep you up to date on their facebook page with all kinds of nerd news just like we do over at geekycool.com. um they have a facebook page where you can post your stuff and what you want to see and if you have questions if you find a cool meme whatever you want to post as long as you're friendly to everybody else they are good with you posting on nerd informants beyond We have our friends Keith and Gary over Pop Culture Minefield on YouTube have too many shows. I can't list them.
2: They they, they
1: change them all the time. Um, But you're going to find all kinds of news and all kinds of scoop and they just know everything that's going on um, in Hollywood and in pop culture. So be sure to check them out. Then we have our partner, my life partner, uh, the scallywag himself over at Scallywag's Productions YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, much more. He posts the collectible of the day. Everything you see behind me, plus some stuff in our other rooms, um, are all toys that he collects or I collect. And we have currently, I think, 3,000 toys. Um, this was my studio and now it's his playroom. Uh, <laughs> so he posts that every day, but he, um, we're hoping to get something going, but we've been saying that for a while. We apologize, but they do have a, he has a lot of shows on there and playlists that you guys can look and see all kinds of cool things. And then there's us geekycool.com. We have our own website. We're on Facebook, Twitter. You're watching us on either YouTube or Facebook right now. We're also on podcasts. So anywhere you can find your favorite podcast, find geekycool.com, and you can listen to us if you can't watch us. Um, we have amazing contributors, so we are a part of the podcast, Professor and I, but if you go to geekycool.com, you will see contributors from all over the country, um, nerdy people who are expressing their nerdy opinions and their geeky selves and their list and movie reviews and con reviews and everything else. And if you want to be a contributor, let one of us know.
0: We're happy to have you.
1: Yeah. Did I do it? Right.
0: We that's awesome. Way to go. You did that very quickly. That was great, AJ. All right, guys. We will. We're doing our best to make sure we do get back to doing this every week. Next week, we've got a special guest of Morgan. Yes. With us, along with her two uh, voice actors are going to be yes. doing this. Morgan so, is but,
1: one of our contributors, and she she's also is. an author.
0: She is. And one of her books is being made into an audiobook. Tune in next week to learn more about that and what you can do to get a copy of the audiobook and help uh, help get it going for her. So, yeah. tune in, and uh, I'm looking forward to meeting Lex and.
2: I know. Forgetting
0: his name. I apologize. Oh, my goodness. She know. has
1: nothing but good things to say about them, and I'm oh. so excited. They did such a good job with her other audiobooks.
0: They did, and, so. and they do her character so well. Yeah. So well. Wow. So anyway, stay uh, tune in next week for that. We it should be on Tuesday night at seven yes. o'clock Central Time. So adjust that accordingly from where you're listening. And uh, we will talk to you then. Until then, stay geeky. We'll and be to kind to each other. Be kind to each other. Yes, that's important. It
1: is. Bye, guys.